We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division One ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. Now, let me welcome onto the Field of 68 Off the Carousel series, Michael Lewis, the new head coach of your Ball State Cardinals. Mike, I appreciate you joining me today, man. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you having me on, man. I'm, I'm excited to, to be here and, and try to build this program into a winner. I've been uh, been doing this a long time, you know, like 18 years as an assistant. You just kind of, you know, envision how you want to run a program. And now to, to have that opportunity, um, really excited to, to be able to do it here at Ball State. Yeah. Before we get into the meat of this, I just want to say, first and foremost, that I am happy for you. I, I think it's fair to say. You are about as Indiana as it gets when it comes to basketball. You're from Jasper. You were the state player of the year when you were a senior. You played for Bob Knight. You coached with Brad Stevens. And now you're back in your state with your own college basketball program. I mean, that's got to be a thrill, right? Yeah, no question. I appreciate you saying that because, um, you know, that does mean a lot to me, right? Like, I, uh, like when, you, when you grow up in this state, it's just, you know, it's hard to explain and people in, around the country don't understand it. But when you grow up in this state and you play – high school basketball here, you play, you, you come back, uh, you play college here, you come back and you coach um, just the relationships that, that, that you develop in this state where basketball means so much uh, and it stands for so much. Um, <clears throat> you know, that's it's what made this job really attractive is I can come back here. Um, I know the high school coaches. I know the AU programs and the, the directors. I know these guys are getting coached at a high level, um, you know, from, from grade school up. Uh, you know, like you're around, I know the powers that be in the basketball community in this state. Um, and you get an opportunity to come back home and lead a program. Like it was just, it was a perfect fit for me. So I appreciate you saying that because I'm very, very, very prideful of the fact that, that I'm from Indiana. 
what is it about Indiana and basketball as a sport that, that has created such a special connection there? It's cold here in the winters. You're not, you're not in, uh, you're not in LA, you know, so it's, uh, you know, going in that gym, uh, during the winter months, you know, is nice, you know, it's nice in 72, um, 72 degrees in the gym, but I don't, I don't know what, I, I don't think you, you know, I can really, you know, comment on that, what it is, but I just know growing up here, like that's what you did. Um, and, and whether it was, um, you know, growing up and wanting to be like the local high school star and, and trying to emulate him and um, or watching uh, Channel 4 uh, and watching the IU and Purdue games or uh, whatever it is, it's just ingrained in, in, in the fabric of who you are at a very young age. Um, and you just kind of grow up with that importance of basketball and what it means to, to all these different communities uh, in the state, what the college teams mean to, to those communities in the state. Um, and just a very big sense of pride in, in those, in those things is, um, you know, what I remember growing up. So in your opening press conference, you said something that really stuck out to me. I'm going to read the quote here. Patience is my biggest weakness. I didn't come here to be patient in the transfer portal era. You can turn over an entire team with one good Springs worth of transfers. Right. But if, as a new head coach, you could lose an entire roster in the spring. Right. So, when you have to do things like re-recruit your star freshman center or uh, get in the portal and try to find guys that fit with what you want to do, I got to imagine if you're not patient, this last two weeks has been, uh, there hasn't been much downtime for you. Well, I, if you're going to coach basketball, there's, there's not much downtime period anymore in college. Like it's a, it's a 24, seven, 365 job. Um, and you've got to understand that and, and, and embrace it. Um, you know, my, the, my comment um, and the quote that you had, uh, what I mean by that is, you know, I've got a, a group full of guys sitting in front of me, like, and, and the question was posed in a way, like, you know, do you think, you know, what's your timeline of being successful? Like now, like, you know, you got a team sitting, like what a, what a slap in the face to those guys. Like my job as a coach, I believe is to try to provide the best college experience I possibly can for the guys in the program. I've got guys in this program have one year left. Like what, what's he supposed to do? Like, I'm just supposed to build for the future and not, not, you know, worry about trying to have this, you know, season that we can have in front of us and try to have success. Um, you know, what about him? You know, what about the juniors? Like, so that's, you know, I, I, I think uh, in today's world, you can, you can have success early. Um, I owe it to those older guys in the program um, to try to win now to try to help their college experience and set them up for success in the future. So I'm not patient. Like you can ask my wife, my wife and daughters, like, I'm not a, I'm not a patient dude. I don't, I don't think you, um, you know, I don't think you, you get um, and you coach at the places that I've, that I've played at. If, you know, you sit back and take, take what's given to you, there's gotta be a certain level of aggressiveness um, and going out and pursuing what you want and chasing your dreams. And that, that's something that, that I talked to our, you know, our roster about, every day like you know you've what are you doing today to achieve your dreams because somebody else is is trying to do the same thing and um so no patience is not is not uh really in my vocabulary nor nor do i ever want it to be so you mentioned the the places that you've coached i i think the list of guys that you've worked for and and played for is is pretty incredible i don't know if anyone has uh this number of people that they can look up to you were uh you played for and coached with bob knight you were on staff with both Brad Stevens and Chris Holtman when you were at Butler. Uh, you spent the last three years with Mick Cronin at UCLA. Those are brilliant basketball minds and four guys that that 
probably, you know, specifically with coach Stevens and coach Knight with personalities and coaching styles that are, are really different. Now I, I know this yeah, is a bit you of a, and you didn't even mention, you know, Tim miles, who was, Bill well, Moore. I was going to say, as long as you didn't forget everything that you knew when you worked with, yeah, right. <laughs> and you didn't mention, you know, Danny Casper that built Bill winter. Mm-hmm. You didn't mention Mike Miller at Eastern Illinois, who was the interim head coach of the New York Knicks and is now on a bench um, in Oklahoma city. Like, you know, like I've, I feel very fortunate to, to be around the guys that I've been around. Um, you can't, you can't help but pick things up when you're around those type of, of basketball minds. And each one of my moves um, was semi-calculated in, in a way of like what you were touching on. And I'll let you finish like the different contrasting styles, right? Um, like you, you probably couldn't find different personalities than Bob Knight and Brad Stevens, I think is what you're, you're alert. Oh yeah. Um, but I will say what those guys are about and what they want in their program are exactly the same. Same with, you know, you know, Chris Holtman and Mick Cronin, and they're all what, what those guys want in their program um, and what they want to achieve is exactly the same. Now, how they go about getting those results uh, vary based on their personalities. And that's, you know, I think that's going to, you know, I hope that's going to be my biggest strength as a coach is I'm very comfortable in who I am. You spent time around me. Like I'm not um, trying to be somebody I'm not like, I'm not in who you are. Exactly. Worse, and, and right? I'm comfortable with it. Right. And I'm, I'm just, I'm out there like you're, you know, and the one thing that, that um, I'm honest, uh, which in this business, you know, you don't always see every day, but um, I'm honest to a fault. It's who I am. It's what I'm about. It's what this program's going to be about. I think that's how you develop um, strong lasting relationships. And um, but I, I have been around some, some great minds um, and I feel like I can take a little bit of each one of those guys, put it into my personality and, and build a winning program. Yeah. That's what I wanted to ask you is, is, so you've been with all of these great coaches. What, what are you finding as some of the influences now that you're building your own program? Like, where do you take it from coach Knight? What do you take it from coach Stevens? What are you taking from coach Cronin? Yeah, I think, you know, just the, the everyday discipline and accountability um, that I believe it takes to be successful, like down to the, the little things like, all right, is our locker room represent who we want to be as a program? Like if you walked in there on a normal day, like what are you going to feel about our program by walking in the locker room? Okay. Um, how we operate in our workouts. Are we working at a level that we're going to make improvements? You know, are we, um, as we move into the season, are we playing smart, tough, disciplined basketball? Like, are we, are we, you know, putting, imposing our will on our opponents? Are we taking, what our opponents are, are trying to give to us. Like, how, how are we playing? Like, I, like I was, I was sitting with a recruit the other day and I said, like, the thing I don't want to happen is when you're done at ball state and you go and, and you play, you know, if you have the opportunity to play for money, like if that coach or that general manager would be like, where's this guy kid coming from? Like, he has no idea how to play. Like that's an indictment on me. Like that's not going to happen. Right. Just as when you leave here, like you're going to have a solid foundation to be successful in life. Like I, I feel very fortunate that I get to use a game of basketball. Like think how silly this is. I get to use a game of basketball and my, my life experiences as a player and a coach to provide a foundation for success. I get to use, I've used the game of basketball to connect with some unbelievable individuals that now I can share with the guys that I get a, the opportunity to coach and, and to be back in Indiana where I have those stronger connections, where I can connect with people um, and, and put in front of our players, like influential individuals that can help them in life. Like this is what, it, you know, to me, it's what it's really about. It's not a four-year decision. It's a 40-year decision mm-hmm. because my, 
my safety net and people that I've relied on are the people that I was surrounded with in college. And then they put, set me forward to the next group of people and on and on and on. Um, like there was never a time that I ever called coach Knight um, after I was done playing where he didn't answer the phone with, you know, what can I do for you? You know, I tell these guys right now, like, listen, I'm your coach right now. Like I'm not your best friend. Like my, like you share with me your hopes and dreams. It's my job to push you every day to achieve those hopes and dreams to do that. I have to make you uncomfortable. Not many people like that, right? It's not going to be easy, but when you're done here, you won't have a better friend for the rest of your life than me. Um, and cause our relationship changes. And that's, that's how the people that influenced my life, my life and my career were. And that's what I want to pay forward to, to the guys that I get to coach. So, you know, I got to ask you this question. You played for Bob Knight for four years. I know you have a great story about him somewhere in there. You got to share. It's classified, brother. It's classified. You know, I, I say this like and I, I'm not um, like he means the world to me, obviously. Um, and, and regardless of how people feel about him, um, you know, doesn't really matter to me, quite honestly. But I, I do say this. Um, and I told our guys in our first team meeting, I absolutely loved my college experience. OK, uh, he played a huge role in that college experience. I know that if I do the job here at Ball State the way that I want, when these guys leave Muncie, if they feel the way about, if they feel about me the way that I do about him, and if they feel about their college experience the way that I feel about mine, then I've done a hell of a job. Right, yeah, that's a good way to phrase it. All right, let me ask you this. You were A.J. Guyton's point guard when he, the year that he was a first-team All-American. A.J. hosts our House of Hoosier podcast. Uh, has he ever officially thanked you for making him an All-American? And if he hasn't, let oh. me know. I'll, 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 I'll no. get into it. No, and I don't – here's what I don't need to – I don't need to thank you. Like, first of all, he made me look really good. <laughs> like, I mean, that dude could hoop now. Like, you know, you're talking about, a like, a dude. Like, we all say, oh, like, you know, what kind of players do you need? Like, I, I need dudes. Like, he was a dude, right? Um, and I think it's a, it's a better testament to him and who he was as a player that he was able to be a first-team All-American – with a point guard like me, like he had to do some extra work. Right. Um, but I, I don't need to thank you. All I, I need him to just send me a really nice bottle of wine uh, <laughs> when I move into my house and we'll celebrate it that way. Uh, sounds good. In all seriousness though, college basketball, it, it is a guards game. Uh, you are an all big 10 point guard. You are, I believe still the second leading assists uh, for career assists at Indiana. Um, how, how do your experiences as a player and as a point guard at that level impact the way that you kind of view the game now as a coach? Well, it's an, it's an interesting story because I think about um, recruiting in today's day and age. So uh, when I was in high school, um, I shot every ball I, I ever touched. Uh, you know, I led the state in scoring um, my senior year. I think I was second my junior year. But um, so I shot a lot of balls. Like to do that, you got to shoot a lot of balls. Um, and my my first or second practice as a freshman in Indiana, Coach Knight calls me to the side and he puts his arm around me. He says, do you want to play a lot or do you want to play a little? And I'm like, you know, I'm a freshman. Like, I don't want to play a lot, you know. He goes, well, quit shooting the effing ball, okay? And he goes, like, you know, Andre Patterson can score. Like, Neil Reed was there at the time. I believe he can score. Like, he goes, I think Guyton's going to be a pretty good player. He goes, what I need is I need somebody that, that can be the toughest guy on the court, can lead this team, can get us into offense, direct us, you know, those type of things. If you can do that and be a great leader, then you'll play as much as you want for, for four years. He goes, if you want to shoot, you can sit next to me, you know? And so I think about if I would say that to a recruit today, transfer portal, 
right? Mm-hmm. They're out. Like the coach has taken my game. I think the, the quality of a good coach and what made coach Knight so great is he saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. Like, right. He, he saw my ability um, to be a leader um, and, and to run a team. And, and, and uh, I, I went in there as, as uh, I think, you know, one of, one of the best scorers in Indiana high school history. And I walked out of Indiana as the all-time assist leader. Like, I think that's the, that's coaching, right? Cause he was able to bring something out of me that I didn't even know I had and, and really kind of opened my eyes to the game and to see it in a different way um, to where I could be a, a good leader um, and, and be able to, to lead a team and direct a team and, you know, eventually put me on a path uh, to coaching. Well, listen, Mike, I appreciate the time. Uh, best of luck this season for you at Ball State. Best of luck over the course of the next couple of weeks as you get through the uh, the, the transfer portal. I know that's never easy to deal How with. How many numbers that. are we up to today? Like, where, where are we at? Is it going up? <laughs> it's, I think it's almost at 1,500 now. So, so. Somebody was like, hey, it's going to stop. It's going to slow down now. Well, now, now other kids in programs are seeing new kids coming in, and now they got to leave. I mean, it's a – it's a crazy, crazy deal. But it, hey, if you're going to be in college basketball, you you better embrace it and learn how to navigate it because it's it's here and it's real. And learn how to hit that refresh button, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Listen, man, I appreciate the time. Thank you for being here. All right, thank you. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.